0: Hello, I'm Nikki, and you're listening to Reconnect Podcast's audio version of As It Is in Heaven, the official blog of Changji, or in English, New Heaven and New Earth. You can find the text version of this episode on asitisinheaven.com. Thank you for listening. Five Great Bible Verses for Anxiety Anxiety is a mental illness that causes frequent feelings of worry, unease, and nervousness. These feelings plague many of us in different ways, and not everyone who experiences anxiety is diagnosed. Anxiety is a feeling many people experience from time to time. Maybe it's your first day at a new school, or you're preparing for a job interview. That nervous feeling is all anxiety. Personally, I was diagnosed with anxiety disorder when I was 13, and my saving grace has been finding comfort within the word. I spent most of my life battling with different medicines and trying to find a way to overcome the illness. Of course, everyone's experience is different, and you should definitely go to the doctor to get help as needed, but I can only speak from my own experience. I was 19 when I began a Bible study, yes, this one, and for the first time, I didn't need medication and I didn't need therapy. Encouragement and hope from gaining an understanding of God's word were able to put my mind at ease. What verses in the Bible can help me to put those thoughts at ease? This is a mini guide to some of the best verses that I was turning to, to help with my anxiety or other anxious thoughts. Number 1. Philippians 4, verse 6 Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Don't let this verse fool you. You can't pray to God only when you're feeling stressed. We must remember that our relationship with God cannot be one-sided. Matthew 7 verse 21 says that not everyone who calls Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but we must do God's will in order to enter the kingdom. If we do not take time to know God's will, which is his word, Romans 12 verses 1 and 2, we cannot enter the kingdom and we will not be acknowledged by God. For God to answer our prayers, we must pray consistently with proper intentions and we must have God's will in mind as well. God wants us to come to Him with prayers and with what's troubling us. But in return, we must put effort into our relationship with Him. We should work to understand God and study the word He's given us. Knowing that we can come to God with our problems is comforting and can put our minds at ease because God cares and is attentive to what troubles us. Number two, Hebrews 11 verse one. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. What is your hope as a believer? Eternal life? Heaven? Meeting God? Having faith in God's word and having an understanding of what he promises us as believers is the foundation that we all must have. Take a look what was promised in Matthew 27 and the entire book of Revelation. God has promised so many wonderful things, even if we ourselves have not seen them. Revelation 21 verse 4 promises, He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. In John 14 verse 29, it says, I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. So we must read these things that are promised and work to understand them, so that way we can recognize them when they take place. God has promised to wipe our tears so we know that even though right now we may be going through a difficult time, later these problems will no longer weigh on us. We know this will happen because God fulfills every promise he makes. Number three, Joshua 1 verse 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. For reference, Joshua was Moses' successor. He was tasked with leading Israelites to the promised land, relying solely on God's word he had been given. Can you imagine taking over after someone like Moses, who through God led Israelites to freedom? The amount of weight placed on Joshua was immense, and only through God's comforting words was he able to carry out the task appointed to him. God is always with his people. His people are those who know Him, which means you must also know His word. Those who do the work of the kingdom and are loyal to God. As long as we do these things, we can rest assured that God is with us and taking care of us. Like a parent watches their toddler to make sure they do not wander off in a supermarket, God watches us and helps guide our way each day. Thinking with that mindset can help relieve anxiety about everyday life. We just need to make sure that we are the type of wheat-like believers that God acknowledges. Number four, Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. To have the faith needed that is mentioned in Hebrews 11 verse 1, it cannot just be blind faith. Blind faith is dangerous because it creates a foundation that will shake easily. If our faith is rooted in understanding of the Bible, then we will have a more concrete foundation. But please don't think that self-study is a proper understanding. When a group of people read the same book, each person will have a different opinion and understanding in many variations. This is the same with the Bible, and this is the reason for so many different interpretations that have resulted in a multitude of denominations. This verse warns you to not lean on your own understanding. This is why it is important to seek the truth and use the Bible to distinguish whether the word you're receiving is truthful or not. Once we have an understanding, then we can have a faith that leans on God and His word alone. He will guide us and protect us, but we must be following the narrow path to understanding Him. Number five, Isaiah 43 verse one. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. This may not be a verse you expected to be on this list, but it can help ease an anxiety in other ways than just the obvious. Everybody makes mistakes or becomes lazy in our life of faith. And when we do, it can be easy to second guess ourselves. But here, God reassures us that He has chosen us, and we are His people, and He is our God. Jeremiah 24, verse 7. To be His people, we must live a righteous life and know His will. If we do this, we need not worry. God will take care of what we need. If you're a seeking God and yearn to understand His teaching and be His people, I urge you to reach out and sign up for our Bible study and speak with our team. God summoned each of us by name. It is no coincidence you found our podcast. Reach out and learn more about God's Word. Having an understanding of all things written gives immense hope for the future. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, we have other audio blogs on the Reconnect podcast channel, or you can find the blog linked in the description asitisinheaven.com. We'll see you there!